Friends, we're going to read from John's Gospel, the sixth chapter, verses 25 through 40. But I want to let you know what has happened in John's Gospel right before this. Now, if we back up and take a a bigger view, John, the author, will tell you that he's writing this gospel about the signs and wonders of Jesus Christ so that you might believe, that you might believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the very Son of God. And so for the six preceding chapters, we see some of those signs and wonders that Jesus does. Right before this, we have the feeding of the 5,000 when they were certain there wasn't enough food, and yet because of Jesus, there was. And we've had the story of the Samaritan woman at the well where Jesus offers her living water. And so this crowd has been following Jesus. They are watching him. They're wondering about him. And our passage picks up when Jesus crosses the Sea of Galilee, and the crowd follows him. When the crowd found Jesus on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? And Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom God has sent. So they said to him, Well, what sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness as it was written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, And anyone who comes to me, I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that has been given to me, but raise it up on the last day. 
This is indeed the will of my Father, that all who see the Son and believe in him may have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, this is really the only prayer for preaching that the words may be of you and that our hearts and minds would be so opened that we may hear and be transformed. This can only happen with your Holy Spirit. And so we pray, come Holy Spirit. Amen. Christine Gentry went to college in New York City. And she thought it was going to be the time of her life. High school had not been easy for Christine. She never really dated. She felt like an outcast in every way. And so when she went to NYU, she thought just by nature of the sheer numbers of people in New York, she might finally find love. And so she went on a date with someone a friend had introduced her to, and the first date was so great. They had a great time. And then they had the second date, and at the end of the date, the conversation turned to terrible dates that they had been on. Now, Christine did not have much to share, but the person she was with started telling her about all these horrible dates he had been on. And he says at one point, and you're really not going to believe this. I went on a date with someone, and on the very first night, she showed me that she was bald. She said it was an immune disorder, but she had no hair, and he died laughing and said, Can you believe that? And Christine could, because she was three the first time her own immune system turned against her and she lost all her hair. And she was six when it happened again. And she was nine when all of the hair on her body was gone and it wouldn't come back. And Christine vowed right then that she would never let anyone know about this condition. Never she would keep it to herself until she died. But she wondered somewhere in the back of her mind if she would really ever be accepted just as she was. You know, the people in the gospel story have a whole lot of questions, but what it really comes down to is how can they be accepted by God? How is it possible The people who've been following Jesus, they know there is someone special there. Maybe it's just a special teacher or something else. And so they follow him all around, even when he goes to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And they follow him and they ask this question, what must we do to perform the works of God? That's just another way of saying, what must we do so that God will accept us. Because they knew the truth of who they were. They were a people just as we are, 
who knew that God had called them to holiness and to something better, and they hadn't done it. They hadn't been able to pull it off. They knew that they were sinful. And more than that, they knew that they were stuck in a world where sin was the state of being for everyone. The world was broken, and they knew it. And they wondered, what can we do to be accepted by God? And so, as is often the case, Jesus answers them, and he does it using language that should mean something to them. When Jesus says, I am the bread of life, what they should have heard is, oh yeah, long ago when Moses gave us the law, we were told if we followed the law, it would nurture us, it would feed us. It would help us grow closer to God. When Jesus says, I am the bread of life, he's not telling us who he is. He's telling us what he does. And he nurtures and he feeds and he builds up. He's the bread that they've been looking for. And so they say what the woman at the well said, what anyone would say, give us this bread. Let's have it. And he tells them the one thing that turns out to be the hardest thing for them. He says, I am the bread. And all you have to do is believe in me. Just believe in me. And some hear that message and draw near. Lots don't. After all, isn't it too simple? to just believe and suddenly God will accept us. But the part I want to look at today is the part that really just fills me up when Jesus also says, and anyone who comes to me, I will never drive away. Jesus never turns anyone away. No one. There is no one who is so bad that they will be turned away by Jesus Christ. None. And so when he says, I am the bread of life, I am the thing, Jesus says, that can build you up and sustain you. If you'll only believe, and so many of them can't, then Jesus just reminds them that when you come to me, I'll never, ever turn you away. I will accept you just as you are. And so many of them leave, but some stay. You and I, who have called on the name of Jesus Christ, we are accepted. Whether you do a lot in the church or you do nothing, whether you have made the right decisions or you have made all of the wrong ones, it doesn't matter. You are accepted by Jesus Christ because you believe in him. And not only that, but the goodness and grace that he offers, it's yours just as you are because of God's love and the work of Christ. So here. Here's what I know. When I did my doctorate in preaching, you have to learn all the definitions of what different people say preaching is. And over and over again, you would hear preaching at its best moves people to change. So I'm here to tell you this isn't going to be preaching at its best. 
because you don't have to change a thing. You are accepted just as you are. You will be accepted tomorrow. You were accepted yesterday. You will be given grace upon grace and a love that is unimaginable, no matter who or what you are. Maybe another way to think of it is like this. For several years, Christine did hide her condition, and it was exhausting. And she finally came to a place where she thought, I would rather be unloved than continue to lie and hide. And so she went on a date. There was nothing particularly special about this man, but at the end of the night, she said, I have to tell you something. And she really didn't say a word, but she pushed back from the table and she took off her eyelashes and she wiped away the eyebrows that she had painstakingly drawn in and she took her wig off. And there she sat. And that young man leaned across the table and kissed her head and said, you are beautiful. And you are beautiful. You are God's beloved creation. And you are accepted and cherished by Almighty God. That's it. You don't have to do a thing for it. Thanks be to God.